You're listening to Mom Day, a podcast released every Monday by two best friends who have the gift of gab. We're your hosts, Danielle and Katie, and each week we'll talk about motherhood, friendship, marriage, and everything in between. Whether you seek community or just need a good laugh, we hope you'll tune in each week and hear from us and many others that we love. Our goal is simple. We strive for authenticity. So let's get started. So our neighborhood, you know, I've told you about all the drama mm-hmm. on the Facebook page. Have, do you, your neighborhood Every have Every neighborhood has do you drama, have a na- I'm sure. Do you have a neighborhood Facebook yeah, page? Yeah, but I haven't gotten on it. Oh. Well, I'm on like the HOA thing, but you can't like post stuff like that on there. So there's another one, I'm pretty sure. Oh, you got to get like on it. Like the neighborhood it. app. Right? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, this is like, this is OG. Uh, oh. I won't say my neighborhood because yeah, yeah. I don't need creepers. <laughs> People come for you. Because I see where the cities where you all are listening and I don't trust okay. you. <laughs> they will find you. <laughs> so this neighborhood Facebook page is like, remember when we talked about Lil Katie? Yes. This is Lil Katie's dream. Oh, God. Like it is juicy. <laughs> oh, not your no. Get out your popcorn. Political season is a joy. Oh, well, we're in fun. Yes, it's fun. It's fun. And great suggestions, except the one time that someone suggested suggested a certain um like plumber, not not my plumber, but like a guy to help fix the sink. He came in and was so degrading to me. Remember remember him? Yeah, and he was like, he was like, like talking Wait. bad about me for being a woman and blamed me for the the disposal not working. Didn't he throw up in the sink? No. Was that a different That guy? was the Lowe's guy that delivered oh, my man. fridge. Oh, man, she's had a lot of... <laughs> I get him twisted. <laughs> I'm like, didn't the guy throw up? Yeah, no, the guy, it was a guy, he came to my house and okay. he was like, you know what, next time that you cook, don't put your tablespoon in the disposal. And I was like, Black uh, well, <laughs> plot twist, I don't cook, so it's... It's nice try, buddy. The husband. <laughs> he was just like a dick. So yeah. I will I told Rude. the um neighborhood not to use him. Because that's what somebody suggested. Yes. I said, I'm like, not coming back no. here. I ain't coming Mm-mm. back here. Mm-mm. But the whole mailbox situation yeah. has been drama. With your so if mailbox. You, yes. No, no. The All whole the mailboxes. mailboxes. I say everybody's mailbox. Yep. So if you are a neighbor of mine, you get it. You're here. You understand. <laughs> it has been literally half the neighborhood wants mail, new mailboxes, half dozen. Then it became oh, 34. Then it became three-fourths of the neighborhood wants new mailboxes. The others don't. Now, we all put in our neighborhood mailbox vote. Vote. Okay. And we sent in $200. With that? Yes. Okay. Oh, to get your new mailbox. To get our new mailbox. I was like, what's that going to do? Out of 200, I can't remember, but let's say like 212. How many mailboxes do you think the neighborhoods are getting? I don't know. Well, you said half didn't want it. What, 100? (laughs) Out of 200, let's say 212 homes in this neighborhood. Oh, no. I'm going to say 20. Okay. Out of 212 homes in this neighborhood... 211 are getting new mailboxes. Oh. Just one. One. Oh, just you? No. <laughs> no, I'm not tacky. Okay, I was like, you were the one that did one? No. One. One person is not getting them. One person's not getting yes. them. Oh. Can you believe that? So now we're going to drive around and we're going to find out who. Everybody says it's going to be the same except for that one. Except that one. And the reason I bring this up I is because we just got a notification that they're coming this coming week. 
So I literally, right before this, I looked on my Facebook and I saw, oh, we're getting a new mailbox. That's a tightwad Tina. But if you, no, hold yeah. listen to this, tightwad <laughs> Tina. If you don't get a mailbox now, okay, so the yeah. HOA is, is forking up like $300 for oh, each mailbox. So okay? you're getting a discount. Yeah, so if you don't get one now, you have to pay $600 to get your mailbox eventually. Oh, okay. That, uh, so I don't want to call that names, makes sense. but that's not very smart. <laughs> So, oh should we gosh. plot to take down the mailbox? I wasn't sure. Oh. <laughs> no, just kidding. Well, people do that. But you know what's cute? <laughs> you know what's cute? <laughs> I, I saw that they're going to save one mailbox and put it on our pool for Santa letters. Now, come on. Oh, but that's that, cute. That is cute. I was like, I will forfeit my old. Like paint it or yes, something? Yes, now how cute that is that? That would be cute. Tis well, the maybe season. you just, somebody goes by and... Takes the one. Takes the one out and there you go. <laughs> then they got to pay $600. That's cute. Just because they didn't do Just it now. because they didn't do it now. Isn't that crazy? I wasn't sure where you're going to go with it because I'm like, I don't know. Like, are all the mailboxes that bad in the neighborhood? Or like, well, like, some have gotten, like, new well, ones recently. And then yours is the right thing. And you can see the next one over because that one's like. And Zach's like, it's like that way because when I'm mowing, I accidentally hit it sometimes. I'm oh. like, oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> They're metal, aren't they? Yeah. I was like, no. The pole? No, pole our poles are wood. wood. Oh, okay. So are ours. Why are you holding it like why are you? <laughs> This is why we don't do video. This is, yeah. We are not at video yet. <laughs> that is but, but today's special. It's, and I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm more excited than you. Because not only does, wow, my neighborhood story come at the perfect timing. But we, I got to say this. I was looking at our numbers. Mm-hmm. And we have, yeah, we hit 1,500 listens. Yeah. (laughs) We've hit 1,500, not people have listened, but like we've had 1,500 plays. Plays on all of our I I have to look at how many listeners, like we have like, I mean, maybe 50 some followers on each platform. Right. Which is still small, but it's great. We just did this for fun. Yeah. So when you said that, I was like, really? Yeah. 1,500. (laughs) That's crazy. That's just and on we've Apple, only though. Only been doing this. Oh, that's not. That's I on, on Apple. I listen oh, on no, Spotify. I, listen. I listen on Apple. I listen oh, on Spotify. Okay. Anyways, well, yeah, go on. What was I gonna say? Oh, you probably won't remember. Oh, okay. It's gone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and it's gone. <laughs> but one of our biggest episodes was our first guest, Renee. Yes. And I think a lot of people I heard. I mean, I hear feedback every single week mm-hmm. from people. It could be like. Hey, loved that topic. Yeah, can it. totally relate. But with Renee's podcast, there are some people that I know that have dealt with similar issues, mm-hmm. or they're like, "Oh my gosh, like I can't believe, like she, she went through that. that." Right? Yeah. Because people don't think like things. And here's the thing, Zach. Here's the thing. This plat. This podcast is not. We are not Doctor Phil. No. No. We I, are, nor do we want to be Doctor no, Phil. No. We. <laughs> What we've done is we've created people that we love the most, not for their stories, because every story is beautiful, Mm -hmm. but we want people that we love to join us in talking about being a mom, talking Mm -hmm. about life. Mm -hmm. And just so happens, uh, shocker, plot twist, I think this is the third time I've said plot twist on the podcast, (laughs) that life is not perfect. What? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And people go through things. Mm -hmm. This podcast is not to be like talking about that, but it's talking about like how... This is life. To keep it real. Yeah, to keep it. <laughs> so you it don't feel alone. 100. Yeah. Yes. Because I feel like we can all find something that relates to people mm-hmm. 
not in our lowest of times, in our highest of times mm-hmm. too. Yeah, both of them. Like, and we're just some basic Midwest girls. Yeah, like, we're not basic. like the Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about myself. No, I'm, Wait a I'm basic. I'm pretty basic. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. My statement. I know we both have Stanley cups right now. We're like, hey, we're not basic. <laughs> but yeah, just to like keep it real and yeah. to have a space where people can like you know just in their spare time take a listen and be like, oh, I got something from that or oh, I can really relate to that. Yeah, and people loved Renee's podcast, mm-hmm. so. Uh, Guess that means and that learn. they don't like us. They they need more. They don't like <laughs> they two. Do, yeah. They need a third. They need exactly. three. And so this podcast is so special because not only am I inviting one of my dearest girlfriends, but I'm also inviting another mailbox friend <laughs> because she lives down the street. Hello. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I'm the neighbor. The it's me. <laughs> it's her. Hi. Hi, she's the problem. It's <laughs> no, I am not actually the problem. I swear to God, see, we are not the mailbox. The no, mailbox. we have narrowed it down. We have narrowed it down to who we think yes. it really? is. Yes, we have. we have. Maybe we should place bets. Oh, I mean, we, we talk of money, ladies. I am really oh, not. We're, we're detectives over she here. Bet. She, she doesn't even know this neighbor, but she'll be like, mm, they I'll don't. Place some bets. Yeah. It's them. Yeah. <laughs> But everyone, welcome Lizzie Hi, Wagner. Lizzie. Let's get I know, we really <laughs> Welcome to Mom Day. Yes. I'm so happy to be here. I am a I'm a huge fan. <laughs> no, we'll I, take autographs later. <laughs> I listen all the I listen to every podcast you guys oh, have ever so shared on Spotify. Oh, yeah. Um it helps me Spotify. I don't know, just like get through my day and hear other women and I can relate and also learn things and also just like laugh and mm. If I'm folding laundry, it's a really That's nice. What I do. Yeah, it's a really <laughs> nice pick me up. I'm like, okay, I can get through this. I have yeah, something to look forward to yeah. on Mondays. So thank you guys. Yay. And I'm, I'm so happy really here. excited because I don't know Lizzie too well. So I was like, oh, I get to know Lizzie a little bit more. Yeah, we got we to kind of hang out beforehand yeah, too. Yeah, before this right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, at the birthday party. The first one was Bieber. Justin Bieber, she you was saw me in rare people. form. You saw me in rare form. I was. It was my thirtieth birthday. I was <laughs> living my birthday? best life. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. She had that the color nails. I, I had crazy colored nails. I had a lot oh of fun drinks I before. Realize that was your thirtieth. <laughs> yes, oh, it was so really fun. Can fun. we talk about the shirt saga? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So. So. Oh. So <laughs> me and started. Me, oh, yeah. me and Danielle are in like line, which is so long. Yeah. And I see, we. I was texting Lizzie and I was like, hey, you want me to grab you a shirt? And she was like, yeah, grab me the peaches, peaches. one. <laughs> and, okay, Wait. let me just tell you, I happened to like glance up and I was like, there he is, my man, peaches. And I was like, take it. Because you were like, I'm almost at the front. And I was like, yep, peaches. <laughs> Little did she know. Little did What was at the bottom? I had no idea. I had absolutely no idea. So I literally the next morning. I put my shirt on, still don't look at it, still don't notice. I'm at the gas station. This old man is staring at me, looking at my shirt. And I was like, oh, this is weird. You're a creep. But now I'm realizing, no, he was reading my shirt because it says, Justin Bieber, peaches, weed from California. No, and also, (laughs) weed from California. And I was like, oh, my. Okay. I did not know. I would have worn it to my kids' gymnastics class. Like you wore it. I had no idea. No, I had no clue. I had no clue, and no one said anything to me. My husband didn't say anything, and later I took it off and was like, (gasps) have have you cropped it? 
No, I'm. I don't know. I feel like I have to save it because it's kind of funny. Yeah, I, know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, maybe you like save it forever, give it to my kid in oh, college or something. Yeah, <laughs> what a Go great college shirt, yeah. right? Yeah. It'll be vintage by then. I know. Whoa. Justin Bieber will be old. Whoa. Old. It's a vintage song. He's never vintage. <laughs> oh my gosh! But really, like, will we listen to him when we're forty? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I listen to like absolutely. Oh, come on. We still listen to like Bag Free Yeah. Boy. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. I don't do the BSB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, so you met her at Justin Bieber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you met her at the second most memorable moment of your life. Yes. <laughs> Colette's birthday party. <laughs> Sandy's birthday is Sandra Dean. Sandra Dean. Colette's first birthday. Oh so cute, Katie. It was the party. It was adorable. Oh it no, was. it wasn't. I just was. you know what? not not you know, crapping on childhood but yeah, like it. birthdays were birthdays like yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like a big thing you like yeah yes, you had, your grandma and grandpa came like, yeah. it wasn't, there it was wasn't, no pinterest no there was no oh, yeah. pinterest so you had That's no clue what other people's and kids yeah, yeah how their parties look yeah and so i and like my mom also didn't do like christmas stockings oh really she's never done christmas stockings <gasps> So, like, there are things that, like, I want to do differently. Not that she did it wrong, but I just want to do differently. So, like, birthday parties. Now, granted, the first one, I went all out. I probably won't do it for number two. I'll probably be like, oh, here's no a small shame in people. whatever you do. Yeah. Sure. But I will do Christmas stockings. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Don't. Well, where does Santa put the... Santa puts the, fills the stockings. Well, guess Where what? Where put them? Santa, anything that would go in a stocking, my mom wrapped. Oh, oh my gosh. She, she wrapped nail oh, polish. Yes, open. everything. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> good, good job, Lori. But, Lizzie, do you remember how we met? I was going to ask you guys this. How did you get Yeah, there? on a walk, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lizzie had oh, just had Rhett. Rhett was like six months old, I think. Yeah, he was five, five or six months mm-hmm. old. And we were in the pandemic. And oh. Zach and I had just gone back from a walk. It was like summer of 2020. And I literally that day, we were walking. And, you know, everyone felt different things during the pandemic. They were like, felt kind of lonely or felt like they just didn't, I don't know. It For me, you know, I had Zach. So, like, we were, like, always on our bike. We were running. We were doing things. But then I was like, you know what? Like, it is kind of lonely. Like, I wish that we had people that we could, like, do something fun with. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, blah, blah. And I said, you know, it's so hard, which we talked about in Mm -hmm. our friendship podcast. Mm -hmm. I mean, the friendship episode. It's so hard to make friends. Yeah. Because there's a lot of logistics that go into making friends. And I'm not kidding you. We walked up our driveway and all of a sudden here comes this couple pushing a stroller they both had drinks in their hands (laughs) we sure did we had to get through somehow and they were were walking they were walking a a doodle that looked just like frankie and i was like oh my gosh and then they got kind of closer and i was like zach's I was like, they look like our age. And he was like... <laughs> They're scoping you out. Yeah. He, I, he was like, oh. And I was like, I've never seen them. And then we, I stopped. I was like, I'm going to stop them. And he's like, stop being creepy. I was like, no, I'm stopping them. So then I was like, oh my gosh, look. Like, our dogs are just like... And Frankie was outside. I remember... I have such a good memory. Sorry. I know. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> and Frankie was outside. And I was like, hi. Like, I introduced ourselves. And we, like, talked, and I can't, I think Zach had on, my Zach had on, like, a Bulls, and, like, your Zach had baseball. asked him about baseball. There we go. And we talked about coaching. Connection. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. then we, we took a peek at Rhett, 
And then you guys had, if I remember correctly, which I don't know, yes. you moved in September of 2019. You're probably right. If I'm going to be <laughs> honest, I have absolutely no idea what the month was, but that sounds good. <laughs> sounds I know right. it was fall. I know it was yes. fall. Like when you moved into fall. this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay. And I you moved here when? Summer of 17. 17. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, no, no. Summer of 18. 18. Okay. I got married in the summer of 17. Oh, yes. This was our first house. Gotcha. Okay. So... And then the rest is history. So you guys were yeah, chatted up and we chatted. Love. You know what? We like chatted up and we were like kind of like we hung out once in a group of people. Yeah. And then like you know life and then something like just hit and like. Yeah. Well, well actually, I know one thing that I felt like was a huge. I don't know. You just like really stood out because we had yeah been like we were friends and friendly, but we weren't like close because yeah. you know we really couldn't be. It was like COVID and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. But no, when <laughs> my dad passed away, Katie <laughs> sent a card, like a handwritten card, and she just didn't even know what happened, mm-hmm. and sent a gift card in there too, and was just Not saying like I'm so sorry. No, it was the oh, most thought- thoughtful thing yeah. ever, and I still remember opening it, and I was like. This is from the Foley's. And me and Zach well, were both like, oh my one. gosh, this is the kindest Aww. thing. Like, so thoughtful. And then I was just like, I love her. She's like, be I my love friend. her. Like, who does that? <laughs> you yeah. have to be my friend. And, yeah. And well, you I told me you made lost her. your grandma. Yeah. And so it was just kind of, yeah, this thing. I was just like, oh, you're so, That's so, so kind. Yeah. Well, and, forget. And like, I feel like, Lizzie, you're so easy to talk to. Also, like, and obviously, you? Katie, you're, like, super easy to talk to. So you were probably like, boom. Yeah. Let's and then we were, like, yeah. let's, we were like, let's, recently, we were like, let's start hanging out on Fridays because that's when I'm off. So, like, we get together on Fridays. Like, most Fridays we get together. Friday. There are some Fridays where we're, like, we're busy or someone's doing some, but for the most part. It's on Fridays. So yeah. yeah. A Friday little date. And then it's so nice <laughs> to have somebody in your neighborhood that you can oh, yeah. walk to their like, house. Like literally we'll go on a walk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or bike ride. Is there well, something about not things. having to get in your car or just like step outside and be like, hey, like yeah. to do life with like in your neighborhood. So convenient. Yes. Yeah. So I nice. love that. And get this. Lizzie's best friend was walking one day oh, on our. She on lives our, in the neighborhood too. She lives in the oh. next neighborhood. Oh, okay. She was walking <laughs> the path, and I had dropped. I was walking like let's just say like I was going one way. She was going that exact same way, not coming at me, but yeah, behind like, me. Yeah, yeah. And I just so happened to lose one of Colette's toys, and so I turned my turn my chucked it. Yes, she did. <laughs> I turned my stroller around, and I started going that way. And she had a doodle. Come to find out, Lizzie and her doodle are brother and sister. They're siblings. They're siblings. Oh. So then I started talking to her because, you know, I talked to everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we started making connections. And I was like, oh, do you live here? Like, I hadn't seen her. She's like, no, but my best friend lives down the street. And I was like, oh, who? And she's like, the Wagners. And I was like, shut up. Crazy. like, what? We have started hanging out with both of like our we get we get our families together and we go to each other's homes and what we talked about the friendship episode is that when you are in a a stage of life where you can you can be like the wives can i feel like women we can make friends like like this totally yeah yeah. here's here's (laughs) the kicker with our friendship with um the Wagners, I don't know. Can I say their last name? Yeah, and the yeah, Owens Bees. The Wagners. <laughs> I, like, I was like, the Wagners <laughs> and the Owens Bees is that like our husbands get along. Yeah, oh, like which is so nice. It's yeah, natural. Yeah. And like, so like we'll just go to their house, kick off our shoes, we'll all just like talk, and like our husbands can hold conversations, and they all like each so other. So you guys don't have to be like, okay, what am I gonna say next? No, yeah, just to trying make to them talk. Make yeah, the yeah, yeah. No, it's oh, like awesome. it feels like a 
a family, family. Yeah. to me. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's been yeah. so fun. That's yeah. And so that's nice. hard to find. So yeah. good job. <laughs> good job, Katie, good job, for stalking. Yeah. Thanks, Katie. <laughs> Thanks, Katie, for stalking. <laughs> Lizzie, why don't, because we could talk about how we know each other for forever, yeah. but, and, you, and you could also talk about how amazing I am. Um, forever. Oh, no, but tell our listeners a little bit about you, just who you are as a person. Okay, so I am obviously 30, and you know, um, I'm a mom, I have two little boys, so I have a three-year-old named Rhett and an almost one-year-old named Bowen. And I married my middle school sweetheart. We did, what? Bre- but hey, we did break up for a little bit in high school. You but know, I went still, to prom with somebody different. I mean, you've known him since middle school. Yes, but sixth we got grade? together. Are we talking sixth grade? Seventh grade. Seventh Seven grade. grade. How long have yes. you known Pete for? Not that long. We met uh, freshman year. No. End of freshman year. I mean, yeah, that's, that's a long time. time. That's a long yeah. time. No, but yes. middle school. We were all like in an awkward phase then. No. Yeah. I mean, no. We were. Everybody we were. was. I right? look back like, and I'm like, oh, gosh. What in the world do we see in each other? But I don't know. But, Must have been something okay, good. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, um, we grew up in this area, both of us. And then my husband went to school in Birmingham and I went to IU. We did the long distance thing and then moved back here. So, wow. um, both our families are around here. So mm-hmm. it just makes sense. Gotcha. And we like the area. So, so you went to prom with someone else. I went to prom with someone yeah. else. Yes, well, I did. But, but you were broke up. Uh, yeah, we were we broken up, and <laughs> actually, it was with an older classman, so he was a year older than Whoa. me, so Zach wasn't allowed at prom, so I told him, oh, <laughs> yeah. so, so that was amazing, and then we ended up getting back together after that. <laughs> how lo- wait, how long were you broke up before you went to prom? Oh my gosh, now you're like really back in my brain. Yeah, I mean, I'm we were curious. broken up for like quite a few months. Oh, I yeah, think. okay, then yeah. yeah, yeah no. So <laughs> I was just like, this is what I'm doing. 100%. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going go to go to prom. I'm living my best life. Yeah. And then I'm going to post pictures, and then he's going to be jealous. And then he's going to be jealous. 100%. So it actually worked out very well. Wait, so you both are the same age? Yeah. We're both in the same grade. Yep, yep, yep. So, gotcha. And then. You worked for a little bit. I yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I was. What do you do? I was a teacher. Oh, what, yeah. <laughs> what, do what do you do? Tell me all the things. I don't know anything. No. I was a teacher awesome. um, in at the school system. Actually, the school that I went to when I was in elementary school, which is wild. Can you say? Uh, Did she say on here? Yeah. yeah I went uh, Pleasant View Elementary here in Zinesville. Oh, in Zinesville. So, okay. yeah. I was like, Wait, what's So I taught <laughs> third grade, and then I. Then um, for one year, and then I went to first grade until I had ret, and then I went on maternity leave and just never came back because hey. it was COVID, and oh, then I was gosh, stressed, yeah. and I was like, absolutely not, I'm not oh going back. Um, what so what well, made you make that decision to leave? Yeah, <sighs> so many things. That's I love so the funny. kids, yeah. and honestly, the parents in this school system are awesome too. Um, it's just I think I had a really hard time figuring out what the balance was mm-hmm. because. I feel like there's an infinite amount of things you can do for the kids. Mm-hmm. And so you just constantly are feeling like you're failing them, even if you're putting everything in. So like constantly doing work after school mm-hmm. and like I could never turn it off. Every Saturday I was in, every Sunday I was in. Oh, it no. seemed like, especially at the beginning, I like really couldn't figure it out. So Zach was like, I'm not doing this for the rest of my life. So I'd make him come with me. He'd yeah. be cutting out lamination. Like, right? Oh, yeah. He's like, Friday oh, no. night. He's like, I'm not doing this for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm not with this. Uh, and so then, yeah, when I had Brett and then realized it was COVID, I was like, oh, I just don't think I can mentally like handle the load. Well, we've heard so. how it's gone for some 
like well, all teachers. Yeah, it's a hard, it's a hard time to be a teacher. I mean, it's hard. So many before too, obviously. Yeah, (laughs) we were just talking today at work at lunch how I feel like being married to an educator that they are not receiving enough support, and it's not, not, and it's not, it's not even like from the principal standpoint. Mm -hmm. It's like from a state standpoint. Yes, Like, like the resources that our teachers have are very minimal. And they can only do so much. Like the dis, like you could only discipline so much. But there are oh, yeah. so many bigger problems that teachers are facing right now. Oh, and mm-hmm. admin is facing. And so yes. like discipline kind of gets put on the back burner. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. this year in particular, Zach has dealt with so much, so many girl fights. Oh, oh, <laughs> feisty. Yeah, I couldn't. Oh. Even, I couldn't. I don't think I could ever punch someone, even if you paid me. <laughs> really? Oh, oh I, I definitely could. <laughs> Good. I don't know. You have it in you. Yeah. Yes, you do. Okay, you might think that, but like, Let's go I, I don't know. Like, I, I took a boxing class once and I felt so awkward. <laughs> we need to make you more mad. Yeah. Just, I just felt like so weird. But you're saying this because there's a lot of girl fights there? A lot of girl fights he's been breaking up. Jeez. Wow. What is in the That's air? Wild. Ladies. <laughs> you are embarrassing. <laughs> Gosh, I'm raising one. You both still got one. Yeah, no. We're going to kidding. Honestly, after her attitude this week, I'm like. Jack's got it too, so I can't. Yeah. But. <laughs> he, he's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Say about that. They all are. So you just were like, I'm done. Did you yeah. have to finish out the year? So I was on, so my maternity leave, Um, so I had Rhett in December, like literally right, right before Christmas. Okay. And so my maternity leave was going to be for the end of that year, like through the till school summer. year, till okay. summer. Gotcha. And then I was planning on coming back. Um, so I had it, I mean, I was on maternity leave until summer and then summer was when we were like, yeah. no. So I called my principal and let her know I was right. going to be. Yeah. Um, leaving, which was she supportive? Oh, like, she was so supportive. Yeah, it was fa- she was fabulous. Like she stayed at home with her kids while they were younger too, yeah. so she totally understood. Yeah. And um, she was great. Like everyone okay. was super understanding mm-hmm. and like enjoy your time oh, while you yeah. can. Like yeah. really supportive. So I was very fortunate to have like a That's great awesome. group of people. It was hard to leave. Yeah, yeah especially sure. if you think you'll ever go back when they're older? Um, I don't think I'll go back to teaching per se but i'd love to do something with kids maybe oh, yeah. i just don't know what that might i don't know wow. what that is. should you open your own school <gasps> no yeah, maybe brainstorm <laughs> <laughs> yeah um absolutely not <laughs> two, two, two students <laughs> right, yeah. okay I mean, maybe if it was like a fun adult school yeah, i could do yeah, that like, well, we're no we're talking oh, like colette and jack but <laughs> go to the wagner school <laughs> it's like it's like some the Wag. Where do your kids go to school? The Wagner. The Wagner, the Wagner Academy. <laughs> oh, I like that. The Wagner Academy. The Wagner. <laughs> where they learn all languages in the yeah. human world. Oh my god. And Colette is three and knows how to spell a uh, cat. Oh my god. <laughs> She's Wait, a savant. So, so how are you? Well, so you've been stay at home for what two years? So actually, oh, when I resigned from teaching, I decided we were like, well. We need to do, like, something, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I – actually, it was, like, a crazy situation. But um, we got in contact with this couple who Zach actually knew the husband because of baseball. Again, baseball. Mm -hmm. Um, And they had a son um, whose name was James, and he was 
the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire the sweetest little mm. boy ever. And um, they were looking for care. And I was like, well, it's COVID. This would be, like, so ideal. Like, oh, if he could yeah. just come over. And so they both had, like, flexible schedules. Uh-huh. Um, so I watched him along with my son for a year. Oh, wow. Um, almost, like, exactly an entire year. And then that's when I um, – w- I think I got pregnant around that time. And okay. then I was like, yeah, I'm going to be done now just because right, being right. pregnant. And I was really sick with Rhett. Oh. Um, so I was like, I can't imagine doing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, that was wonderful. So that was kind of fun awesome. and random. Yeah. But it was like, it was amazing. And we you still like are good friends with them and like oh. love them. So it was good. Um, James's awesome. parents, if you are listening and you disagree with your thoughts about Lizzie, <laughs> write in. Yeah. Write in anonymously. Please <laughs> Because we will expose her, just like just like I told Daniel, I will expose her. If she tells people that she doesn't want to be their friend. Oh my gosh! I love you. Oh my god! So James's parents, I don't know your names, but let us know. Let's know. That's awesome. Looking back to where you are now, yes. What type of growth have you seen in being a mom? Oh my gosh! I feel like you guys understand. It's just like you don't even know who you are. until you're a mom I think no you know who you are but your whole life is about you until you become a mom and then you're like oh wow there's so much more than just me Mm -hmm. and then your life is literally just about your kids Mm -hmm. um which is good but also you know a little bit difficult for sure and I think I don't know I think wow grown a lot learned a lot and Mm -hmm. I'm definitely still learning like I don't think I'm near having it figured out and nor I think I I don't think I ever will be so I'm like tell me (laughs) tell me all the things I think I what was harder transitioning zero to one or one to two I think one to two and and my first was like colicky and he cried oh he was it was really 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 hard but I think one to two was hard because I was we were like crossing our fingers, hoping so badly that this was going to be the chillest baby oh. on the face of the earth. Yeah. And we're like, wow, we had this really difficult kid. Where are the odds we have another one? It yeah. turns out the odds are really high. Okay, guys, the odds are very high. No, okay, so then the odds are high. I'm going to have another like good one. No, but I actually read that um, kids who have reflux, who knows, but I read oh, that um, if you have one, it's like more likely that you'll have another. I'm glad I read that statistic. You know, after, after I had, yeah, after the fact, because I of probably course. would have been like, we're never having another kid. Um, but that was really difficult because I was like trying to care for a kid who was like screaming all day, and then mm-hmm. I'm losing my sanity, and then I have a needy little toddler, you know. Right. So you just feel like you're kind of just like not doing anything well, mm-hmm. you know. Like- um, but now that they're a little older, I feel like I'm starting to get a little bit better okay, about yeah. figuring it out. So you know, I mm-hmm. ran to a mom today at Target. She has five kids. Oh. Five. Ugh. And she was like, oh, your son's so cute. I have five at home. And I was like, what? <laughs> back it up. Back it up. I don't we know. We always look at the other no mom idea. and we're like, how do you do it? How do you do it? We just no. look at each other like, what? what? Well, right? what? the funny thing is me and Lizzie were sitting in your basement. I was like, hey, do you think like maybe you guys will try for a third? And she was like, she told me. So tell her the history of twins in your family. Okay. This is wild. Oh. So my husband has twin sisters. My oh. husband's dad had twin brothers my my dad was a twin my dad's twin had twins my Stop. grandma had twin brothers we are like cursed with twins oh so, my uh, god! so we can't have another kid because it's gonna be twins, be twins and they're gonna have reflux <laughs> <laughs> and they're both have reflux <laughs> yeah i'm like oh. i can't <laughs> that's, right? that's what i keep thinking i'm like oh my god oh my that is a lot of twins a lot of twins that is so interesting i don't know how people do it 
I really just How have you not had twins yet? I don't know. And I'm just knocking on wood. And I'm yeah. like, I can't. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'll go perform Zach's vasectomy. <laughs> Personally. I will make sure. If you don't want twins, I'll make sure. Please do it. Come in. In-house. <laughs> Zach, you heard it here first. Special delivery. <laughs> oh, my God. You just show up at our house with scissors. With knives. <laughs> Lizzie to come on. I almost called you Wizzy. <laughs> Wizzy. <laughs> when and I had to like stop that's myself. What's your name? When I asked Lizzie to come on this, we were like, this was months ago. I don't even know if you remember this. Like yes. a month or two ago. You were like, you were like, well, I don't even know what I'd talk about. And I said, what about talking about how to raise your boys to be mentally healthy in a world that literally right now is sometimes really hard to be mentally healthy we've talked about personally you know postpartum depression that and postpartum anxiety that was my first take on whoa Mm -hmm. okay mental health is so important and I've realized through being a mom how important it is to be mentally healthy for Colette Mm -hmm. and whether that's being on medication or like me on a weight loss journey like I have to be mentally healthy to be the best mom that I can be. Mm-hmm. And so when I was talking with Lizzie, I said, oh my gosh, like you have such a beautiful platform to talk about how you want to raise your boys to be mentally healthy. Because not only being mentally healthy, but having those conversations with young men. Because right now, I think we're getting better maybe in the world of people sharing their struggles but a lot of times when you talk about mental health, people are like, oh, that's weak. Mm-hmm. Or like having yep. Renee on, mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh, that makes sense because she's a girl. girl. She's a woman. Oh, yeah. So that's so she's going to yeah. deal with that. Mm-hmm. What people don't seem to realize is that our generations of young men, mm-hmm. children, you know, they're going through things mm-hmm. that then they are addressing in their teens. And it it's, I'm not saying it's too late, but it's, it's affecting them. Yeah. So when I was talking with Lizzie, I said, if you're comfortable with sharing a little bit about your story, I think it's really cool how you have used that like for the dreams that you've casted upon your boys and what you want them to know. Yeah. So I'm going to give you the platform. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. No, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think it's um, – we've – I don't know. I think our parents' generation and kids in our generation even, um, as men, we're always taught to, like, toughen up. Mm-hmm. Like, don't cry. Don't mm-hmm. let anybody see you cry. And it was like, if you're a real man, you're going to mask your emotions and you're going to suck it up and you're going to deal with it. And I think what happens is people try to do that and men try to do that. Mm-hmm. And that just boils over and it explodes. And you just can't continue doing that forever. And it's not fair. Um, and so I think, yeah, what you said, like, I think we're getting better about doing more for that men and women, but men specifically, I do think just have a harder time being able to express their emotions in general. Um, so yeah. Um, in, so almost three years ago, my father died by suicide and, um, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. So it's kind of rocked all of our worlds. Um, he was awesome. He was like the funniest guy you'd ever meet. <laughs> you'd probably make this thing into a joke. Like if you were sitting right here, like, oh, like, he was just, he's just 
Oh. Amazing. You know, he lit up a room. Like, everybody loved him. He could talk to anybody. He was fabulous. Um, but behind that was a lot of hurt and a lot of um, trauma and a lot of mental illness. And um, he, so about him, he grew up in a very abusive household. A very abusive household. His father was he picked on him, so yeah. he was the one who he would physically come home and just beat because because no, of no reason. Maybe he was out drinking. It was the middle of the night. He'd wake him up, beat him up. Like it was torture. And he this is only like the little stuff I know about it. Right. Um, and so he suffered this. His sister suffered this, and his brother suffered this. And um, some yeah. So they suffered that, and then eventually when they got to high school, um. A teacher had asked what had been going on, and they ended up getting removed from the house. But they were also, like, 17, I oh, think, it's gosh. or something at that age. So it was like, okay, so they're being taken out. But they've endured 17 years of this horrible, horrible... Like, the most formative years of your life when the people who are supposed to be your parents are supposed to, like, support you, love you, build you up. And Safe. all that happened was being torn down the whole time. And so my dad was adopted by... Um, some guy he used to cut his like mow his lawn for. It was an older couple that could never have kids. Um, who he was an odd man, and I I don't really know what happened there. I'm not really 100 percent sure, but I'm not sure it was a great situation there either. I don't really know. Yeah. Um. So he just had a lot of really really trauma. Bad things happened to him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so I think all of that always haunted him, and always, you know affected his mental state as he got older and um when I was in I think middle school in the middle school my um dad was diagnosed with bipolar um so I really yeah I was listening to Renee's story and it was like really interesting to hear her perspective on it since I you know came from it being a daughter and I saw it happen but not I wasn't the person who it was happening to. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, I wasn't living it. So right. I really appreciated her being so open and honest about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that was the first time I f- knew that he, you know, was sick. And we never talked about it, though, because it was one of those things where, I don't know, I think he was probably felt like maybe it was a little embarrassing or maybe he just didn't want his kids to know or I don't really know, so we just kind of didn't talk about it. And you have two sisters. I have two sisters. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, he got on medication. He, did all, he was doing the things that he needed to do right. to be better for himself. Um, but obviously with, with bipolar, you go through highs and everything is great and happy and then like very deep lows with depression. And from all accounts, our family looked like totally normal and happy and perfect and he looked totally normal and happy and perfect and um you know he was just I think he was struggling internally with a lot Mm -hmm. um so yeah I think that was uh when I got a little older was the first time I found out that he had been suicidal in the past and that really stung because I didn't really realize that he was like I was gonna ask if you could tell no I I knew I knew it was high and I knew it was low but I I did not realize it was that severe yeah and I think that's what a lot of people think like oh they're they're yeah they're like mentally ill they're just like you know Mm. oh they're being dramatic again like Mm. I hate to say that but sometimes when you're living that you're like 
oh, they're being, but then when I found that out, I'm like, oh my gosh, no, he's like actually really struggling. Um, But also doing the things he needed to do, like on medication, trying to, you know, like, I don't know. So I'm not really sure what you do, like besides he was doing the best he could. Um, And then, so when he passed away, obviously it was a huge shock because, you know, we were never expecting that to happen. Mm -hmm. But also in my mind, I knew that it could have been a possibility. Mm just thinking about what had happened before. So I feel like it's really important for people to know like warning signs and maybe like some risk factors that people have, because I really wish I would have known that. Um, so See, I, could, I don't, or I wouldn't have known what this. to do. Like so, I, yeah. I, I think back and I'm like, why didn't I just ask him if he was okay? Like, why didn't I just like, I, I, you know, you live with this horrible guilt. Like, why didn't I just like ask him what was going on? And, and um, what I've been reading and like doing some research on is like, it actually is really good for you to ask them. Like, really? are you feeling so suicidal? Really? Have you been feeling suicidal? And I know my mom had asked him that, but like, mm-hmm. I wish we would have more been like, how are you feeling? Are you feeling depressed right now? Are you suicidal? Because I always thought like me bringing it up would maybe make him do it or like um, make it worse. I don't know. But like reading the research, it's really like you should be front up front with them and ask them like, how can I best support you? Um, so some risk factors that I thought was super interesting. So like maybe, maybe I was going to share this so other people could be aware um, if they are dealing or, you know, yeah. have a loved one who mm-hmm. is struggling with mental health and you're like, are they suicide? I don't know. Um, risk factors are like a family history of suicide or someone you know that's already had a committed suicide or a previous suicide attempt. Um, difficult life events, a traumatic childhood. So like check. Um, stressful life events like a relationship ending or losing your job, feeling hopeless, feeling isolated or not having social support. Anger at other people, often due to perceived or real mistreatment, um, emotional distress, excessive use of drugs or alcohol, living with a mental health condition, having a physical health condition, problems with work or money. So some of those are um, the big risk factors. And like looking back, I could have checked a lot of those boxes for him. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, I, you know, since his passing, I've seen, I don't even, in, in a godly amount of other people who have either reached out to me because they know somebody that oh, this yeah. has happened to or somebody they know who is struggling with it and they yeah. haven't been public about it. And it's just so many people suffer in silence and so many families suffer in silence. And I think it's hard because I did the same thing. We all did mm-hmm. the same thing. So it's hard because I, I get where everybody's coming from because right. it's, it's you don't want to expose. It's it's feels, it those, feels weird that you're yeah. exposing your family, right. but it's also like... You want to be able to support them. Right. If yeah. any of that makes sense. No, I feel like I definitely did. I literally just learned so much agent, because, but... I mean, honestly, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know somebody that's dealing with a mental condition of some sort, like, you are rare. Yeah. You've got to be rare because, yeah. I mean. It's everywhere. It's, it is. And it's, yeah. Now it's we know there's even more. Like, yeah. it's on the rise, I'm sitting but... next to one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm oh. kidding. I'm so stupid. I make. Oh no, no, no! You did really good. No, you didn't. You didn't make a joke. Throughout I that. didn't. Thank you. Um. So, having gone through that with your dad, what is your wish for your boys? My wish for my boys is to be able to get help if they feel um. If they feel that way, and especially being able, being able to like name their feelings is mm-hmm. so important to me, oh, and be able to have trusted people they can go to, mm-hmm. um, and talk to, yeah. um, 
you know, I think that's a huge part of it. I think, um, especially men, like I said earlier, being able to like name their emotions, express their emotions, find somebody safe that they can go to, to deal with those emotions properly and Mm -hmm. get help if they need help. Mm -hmm. And also that means me being on the lookout for anything out of the ordinary or any of those risk factors that I listed and making sure I'm checking in constantly with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm probably going to be psycho, but no, it's just it's okay. what it is. Like I, I, 100%. I hear about these kids in elementary school and middle school who are, oh, who are dying from suicide and it just, they, they're tiny and it just, it scares me because I just feel like it's in a lot of places and a lot of people are affected by it. So just trying to do the best you can to check in and make sure that they have tools they need. And I am like all for kids getting therapists. Oh yeah. Even if you don't think there's a problem, just to have somebody to talk to that's not mom and dad. Because right. um, I know me having a therapist has helped so much. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just an outlet. And you just, yeah. Right. They, it's somebody who's not your family. When I think you know? too, because like even you can be the most like open mom and dad too and it's like maybe the child still like, is gonna hide gonna it tell you but they still don't want to disappoint you like right? kind of thing and so yeah I think that's a really good point um about bringing in the therapy and that's something that I think like our parents generation and maybe still some in our generation too have kind of thought like you know looked on like oh you're going to therapy oh like, definitely kind of or even so, I think who's gonna see me when I walk into the therapist okay. appointment but, you know, like yeah, who's I mean, looking, who's going to yeah. say, oh, did you see Lizzie just when we were therapy? Yeah. And, and, and that's horrible that you even think that it's, you go into the doctor for wellness I'm checks. No one's yeah. ever like, oh, I saw Lizzie walk into the right, right, minute right. clinic texting yeah. everybody. You she know what I mean? She's got that COVID. <laughs> <laughs> exactly though. But yeah. I wish, I hope one day it gets like that for yeah. mental health services as well. There's no yeah. stigma. Nobody's, you yeah. know. How did your dad's death affect you as a person and as a mom? Because you were a new mom. I was a new mom. Yes. Right. was five months old. So it was a whirlwind. It was, yeah, it was very difficult. But I honestly think that if I didn't have him, I don't know how I would be doing. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I think that was the only thing that carried me through because I knew I had somebody depending on me. And I knew I had to continue doing what I was doing because I, I literally had no other choice. Right. And it, um, I think that was the biggest blessing I could have ever asked for. It was horrible because it was hard. But I do think it was honestly the biggest blessing. Mm-hmm. How do you feel that you being a mom and going through that has shaped how you are a mom? Oh. Oh, I don't know. That's a really good question. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, I, that's so hard. I think it's made me appreciate life more and realize that like it is so fragile Mm -hmm. and not even just saying suicide, but like any death, you Mm -hmm. you could be here one minute, gone the next, and you just never know. So trying to keep that in mind when I'm feeling very overwhelmed, very overstimulated, very frustrated, Mm -hmm. taking a step back and being like, okay, you know, I'm... I'm like living on borrowed time right now. Like I got to enjoy this and I want them to enjoy this while we have it. Um, and also, you know, comes, comes with that a bunch of like, you know, worry and stress and PTSD, honestly, just like, um, so it's, it's hard. It's hard being a mom. Cause I'm still trying to work on myself and right. figure this out. And I'm almost three years from his death. And I still feel like it was so recently. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so I'm still trying to figure that out, you know, just trying to be mentally healthy. Like you said earlier, it's hard to put yourself first when you're a mom, though. Right. It's hard to carve out time. You know, how, how do you do, you do that? Yeah, yeah I was With say. two. How do you do it? I don't know. I have not. <laughs> she, sorry, she's here. She's sorry, here. No. Sorry, Dr. Cami Hobda, my dentist. I haven't been. I need to go back for my annual appointment, my uh, my OBGYN. I am missing some appointments. I, uh, you know, I'll get there. <laughs> One day I'll be there. I'll be back in my appointments. It's fine. But really, how do you, do you take time for yourself? I'm trying to be better about it. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, today I went and got Botox. Hey. I took time she, for myself. She gave us 411 on Botox. <laughs> I did. I did, oh, and so I love it, and I highly recommend. Um, so that was a form of, like, taking yeah. time for myself. I was excited and about it. And who watched self-care. The Boys? Zach, he came home from work mm-hmm. while Bowen was napping, and so he could, like, sit and do his work while I went to my appointment, and then yeah. tomorrow I'm going to a therapist appointment okay. that I, my mom, like, has forced me to make oh. because I keep being like, keep I'll do it, I'll like, do it, and she's like, mm-hmm. you have to. I'm watching the boys, oh. so that's been Good super job, mom. helpful. Yeah. <laughs> that is so nice. And your mom's yeah. local. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, okay, if you ever... Shout out, Lori. Oh. oh, sorry. Oh, no, you can't out. shout out. <laughs> if, I didn't say it, people. <laughs> if you ever meet her mom... Oh my gosh, <laughs> the sweetest lady ever. Like, is it a Lizzie? Well, like, Amy, yes. Like, <laughs> yes. She's her baby. Yes. <laughs> She's a little sweet. She so loves you. you. <laughs> so you get Botox. Yeah, I get Botox. Well, you, this is my first time. You know what she doesn't do? She doesn't get up at 5.30 in the morning. I sure don't. And on. Yeah. I literally. <laughs> so you have a Peloton. Yeah, I sure do. But but she's I'm, on the invites. That's why I invite. That's why I see And every time L, I accept. And I'm like, that must be that. I accept every time. And every time I'm like, I'm doing it today. Well, I'm doing it today. Should. And then it's like 5 a.m. And I'm like, you hey, guys are crazy. But maybe that's not self-care for you. Yeah. Maybe the sleep is a little more important. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. But I feel so much better when I work out. Like, you know what I mean? I, I get I it. I feel so much better. Okay, let me know when you sleep in. Last, like, I I could have bet last, last money. I last last Wednesday, I texted you and said, Hey, I'm not getting up tomorrow yeah, for Thursday. Yeah, yeah. But I could have bet I was like, money so that I, you were not going to get up this morning. I almost didn't. I it could have bet. It was, what time was it? What time was it? 5 25. And I was like, mm-hmm. And then the dog was whining. I was like, Peep, feed the dog. But he was like, He was, he got to stay home today. So I was like, No, let me let him sleep in. So right now, I was like, I might be late, but I'm still going. I could have, well, I, you texted me at 11 something, and then I saw that she was up late, was late up last midnight night making biscuits. biscuits. I saw that too, and I was like, I think she's supposed to ride in the morning. I'm like, the bags are real this morning. <laughs> I could have swore that you were not going to get up. But I did. <laughs> but anyway, so we're going to get Lizzie on it. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm trying. Maybe we throw in an, maybe we throw in an evening. And just see I could do an evening you know, ride. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, we, maybe that's our third day. Here. Yes. <gasps> I'm brilliant. <laughs> I, I do an evening ride You're for done. sure. Leave. Dead, this is all we need <laughs> from you today. <laughs> we could do an evening ride. I'm here. We'll do one evening ride a week. And we got our one, two, three. Boom. Yep. We could hey, do a... Zach, we're doing it. <laughs> we could do it. We could do a 7.30 ride in Dernie. Love it. I'm here. You just helped yes. us with this. Yeah. I, I literally did nothing. <laughs> yeah. You both did nothing. I don't know what I did. You were the brainstorming room. <laughs> we can all leave now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is the hardest part about being mom? Oh my gosh. The hardest part about being a mom? Reflux. <gasps> oh, reflux. <laughs> I mean, if one word to describe it. It would be a reflux. Before, yeah. um, I think it's the hardest part about being a mom. 
Oh, I don't know. If you're anything like me, I think the hardest part about being a mom is also just like feeling guilty, being like, oh my gosh, I should have done this and I should have done this craft with them and like in the, oh, yes. in comparing. Yes. I think that's, I think that also might be the hardest part of being a mom mm-hmm. because I'm like, oh my gosh, I saw that like Janet did this amazing Janet. craft with her daughter <laughs> and she did Where you at? You know, oh, and you're just right. constantly Is that James's thinking, mom? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no, it's just, you, you, yeah. Don't want to mess them up. Yeah. Like, and that's the biggest, I think, thing that I think about. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <gasps> if I, yeah, if I don't respond this exact way, then oh, I'm going to mess him up forever. No. You know? <laughs> so I think that's hard. And I don't know if you guys are I'm no, like yes. a little bit perfectionist. So like it oh, stresses yes. me out mm-hmm. that I'm going to like do something that's going to like mess them up forever or they're never going to want to talk to me again. Like that's my worst nightmare. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. So oh, I think God. that's the hardest part. Sleepless Nights would be up there too. Yeah, yeah. Sleepless Nights, like, it's, it's going to be up there. Fantastic, honey. Sleepless Nights will be there. Uh-huh. Mom guilt is for real. I yes. Really I will be honest. I've recently been feeling that. I haven't even talked to you about it. Mm. I've been feeling mom guilt about working recently. Oh, it just hit okay. me out of the blue like last week. Oh, oh Katie. I love my job, mm-hmm. but I've been feeling really guilty lately because I can, because like I'm ninety five percent in it, and then there's that five percent that like I watch, I walk Colette up to the door every day to Emily's, and I'm just like, oh, I don't know. It's just it's it's real. It's real. You feel it at different moments too. And the next week I'll be like, peace Bye. out. <laughs> See you, Colette. Like I'll kick her in the door. I'm like I'll shove her. Stop making a joke. <laughs> But, but no, I mean, it's, it's, so hard. it is, and you know, I know it's, I know that for me and my mental state, mm-hmm. I need to just keep chugging on mm-hmm. and know mm-hmm. that like, she is so loved. Like I couldn't ask for a better, a, bleh, a better angel to watch my daughter. Like I really couldn't. Yeah. Like I could not ask for a better person, but sometimes I get that like, ugh. Just like a little tug at the heart. Yeah. Blows, yes. like, yeah. When you're feeling those waves. And that. I think it's the comparison thing too. Like, oh, I'm not going to be able to make, I can make crafts on Thursday and Friday. <laughs> She's not hey. going to get craft money with <laughs> me. staying home for how long to come. I'm not going to No crafts. Last time I made a craft. <laughs> no crafts. I'm in craft. What are those? Yeah. <laughs> If I were to try to do one, Jack would just be disrespectful and say, <laughs> I just got an ink pad because I'm making my mom a present with Colette's feet for her birthday. Aww. And I was like, this is going to be a fail because if you go on my fridge, you'll see my attempt at crafts. And <laughs> so, whatever. <gasps> like, no, no. I don't know how we got on to crafts. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, me. Yeah. so it's hard with yeah the comparison. Yeah. So, is. what's I, your favorite thing about motherhood? Oh my gosh. My favorite thing is the laughs, watching them grow, Mm -hmm. feeling like these little beautiful children are somehow miraculously connected to you and you have no idea how because they're like perfect little angels with a side of sass and a side of disrespect, Mm. but Mm. overall really amazing, (laughs) like spectacular human beings. And you're just like, wow, you're going to grow up and hopefully do great things and Mm -hmm. just be your own being. And that's Mm -hmm. just so amazing and exciting and i don't know an honor i don't know yeah. I, I really think to it's beautiful it. yeah. it's beautiful yeah. what gets you through motherhood 
You have good questions. These are hard. She, these are hard no hitting questions. Either. These just pop in her head. I know. I'm annoyed. Man, this is like a own for Oprah Winfrey. Okay, well, you, you know, here. my dad actually calls me Oprah. Oprah. There we oh, go. Yeah. Because you are Oprah. You because when, when, when fun fact, I I won't take this over, but when my mom and dad, my dad had COVID, and my dad was working from home, and my mom, they were like not isolating, like they were like kind of still cohabitating together. And, like, even though they were, like, sleeping in separate rooms, they still were, like, chilling in the same areas. And I got onto them. I was like, this is the problem with the United States of America. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) We have a problem at large. Yeah. It's like, we are not... You need to isolate. Like, when Zach had COVID, he, he did not come out of that room. And my dad in the background was like... Do not tell Oprah anything. <laughs> so broadcast it. You out. <laughs> he's, he's like, don't tell her anything. And I was like, getting on them. I was so yeah. bad at them. And it, listen, if you if you can't isolate, I totally understand. But for me and my household, this was yeah, we isolated, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I isolated from him. That was glorious. I watched that was the glorious. whole. I watched the whole second season of Cheer. Oh my god. Oh. oh. But no, what gets you through motherhood? Oh my gosh. I think support from other moms. I honestly do think that is a huge chunk of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, your spouse. Like, Mm -hmm. I literally could not do it without Zach. Mm -hmm. I I could not, and I know I could not do it without him. Mm -hmm. And the support of family and friends who help out too. But I, yeah, I think that's what gets you through. Because you need connection. You need somebody Mm -hmm. to be like, yeah, no, this is crazy. You're and it's right. going to be not okay. Crazy. Yeah, you're not crazy. crazy. This is crazy. This. <laughs> Do you find that it's sometimes hard to ask for help, though? Very hard. That's my number one downfall. <sighs> my number one good. downfall, I want to <laughs> do it by myself, and I want to do it right, and yes. I want to prove that I can do it. Yes. But that is my pride getting in the way of me mm. being a good mom. Because if I could just take a step back and say, I need a break. Mm-hmm. I need a break before mm-hmm. I have a mental, a mental B, a mental <laughs> breakdown. Okay, wait a second. That's what it means. A mental B is a mental <laughs> breakdown. Oh my gosh, oh, they go mental B. <laughs> Hold on, so. I was on her TikTok and she said, I'm having a minty bee. And I was like, what is that? I seriously was like, what is a mental bee? I was a minty bee. I was like, what is that? We're step on the pod. Yeah, I know. Get with the times. Come on. Guys, you know I said she's breaking out. You? I know. Grammy over here. Yeah. Yes. That's so, like, see, that just warms my heart because Katie knows that's a huge issue that I deal with. Yeah, giving like, up power. Because you yeah. almost just feel like you know how to do it and yeah. you know how to do and it I'm the best. Do it best. Right? But then, then you realize that other people can actually do it if you just give them the reins. But right. it is so hard to it's, let go of that control. I've I don't know why. how much of a control freak I am in this situation. <laughs> why is that, though? I'm like, what is that? I, don't, and I never I'm, thought I was before. And out of all the things in my life that I'm a control freak about... Colette is not one of them. And I think it's like the weirdest thing ever. But here's what I've said before in the podcast. Is that my postpartum anxiety and depression was so crippling. Mm -hmm. That like I could barely hold her the Mm -hmm. first month or two. So like I had to rely on Zach to do it all. Mm -hmm. Like he and I think this is why she's also a good sleeper. I think I've said this before. He would literally feed her, wrap her in the swaddle, put her down. So Mm -hmm. she like started to realize okay i'm feeding i go routine. down yeah and so maybe maybe number two i'm gonna just 
act like I can't do it. But I think for me, I was so mentally unstable the first, I'd say, three months of her life that I had to rely on Zach to do that and mm-hmm. to carry the team. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I I think it was a very humbling time for me because I had to give up control. Yeah. Otherwise, Colette wouldn't have lived. You had no choice. Yeah. So I think that's maybe why. Because everything else, I'm like, I know. Yeah, he's, he's always like, are you comfortable up there? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you pitched a tin up my butt. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) He's going to get so mad that I said that. No, actually, he won't care probably. But he's always like, you're pitching a tin. He's like, or like sometimes he'll be like, ow, ow. You're you're digging in deeper. I'm like, okay. (laughs) You're funny. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's hard. It's hard to give up control of certain things. Yeah. Yeah. So when you said that, I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I don't know what it is. It's not crazy things. Yeah. Came on so hard and so fast. I don't know. These kids, it's man. It's a wild journey. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and we can't give them back. And nope. <laughs> stuck for life. We, yeah. They're stuck with us. <laughs> the disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> Until they're 18. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, I always say that I love you, but... Thanks. Oh, I'm stealing one of her advice. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm getting a little Bowen. I mean, you have one of two, one of two options. You can take one of the other. Yeah, little Bowen, red or Bowen. Those eyes, it's like Colette and oh, they'll be cute. Oh, those eyes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Jared's situation. I love Jared. Matchmaker, matchmaker, yeah, matchmaker, matchmaker. So guess what? When this, and when we look back and our kids are going to homecoming together, I'm gonna be like. Oh, we predicted this. My gosh. <laughs> We're not so ravening right now. <laughs> we are. Wait, should we do that eye thing? Like, to the future. <laughs> We're like 90 kids. Yeah. Okay. And I'm glad you got that reference. Okay, good. And they're like, the it. listeners are falling off. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I think community is so essential in motherhood. It is. Um, and finding the right community. Because we've talked about, you can have hundreds of acquaintances oh, yeah, yeah. right oh you're a mom cool like sure, yeah. but there are those very few so i will say this in our in friendship 2.0 <laughs> yeah that is the second that it was the second recording because the first one was really screwed up oh, yeah. not the message what was screwed up was the demogorgon demogorgon yeah. But part of that was I actually talked about you, and unfortunately, that part was Demogorg. What it? Gorgon? Oh, yeah. Gordon? Demogorgon? Katie, are you talking crap about me? Demog- <laughs> That's why we had to record. <laughs> Is it Demogorgon? I think it's a Demogorgon. Yeah, it's a Demogorgon. Your part. Your part was in the. Your part was in the Demogorgon. Okay. Series. So like, okay. And I talked about how you have gotten me through motherhood. And how much I love and appreciate you, I'm going to get emotional again. It's okay to get emotional. I feel the same thing. But, like, I don't have many friends. And I think that if you listen to that episode and just know me as a person, it's hard for me to connect with people because I feel sometimes we come up in life and we're like, everything's great, everything's fine. And it's not that I'm finding a love for you because you've been through something i'm finding a love for you because you're just authentic you're who you are you show up 
you're little sometimes. Oh, well, wacky. No, Katie has seen me have like panic attacks about nothing. But and she's like, oh. But here's the thing is I've learned with, I've learned with you. And I think I said this in the first recording and I feel the same way about Danielle. I don't need to say about her. No, it's not about me. But I feel like I don't have to do my dishes for you to come into my house. That was honestly, it's the best feeling in the entire world when you have a friend like that. And I feel the same way about you because I know it's just like, okay, I just, I can be authentic. I don't have to put on this face of like, I have to look nice. I have to act like my life is together. No, it's not. It's never going to be. It's It's literally never going to be. Greasy hair. Exactly. And I don't think friendship should be based on truth and not just like this facade Mm -hmm. and I think that it's really easy to have a like oh a really happy life a really but no everybody has crap Mm -hmm. yeah and everybody has crap and I feel like you've been transparent about what you've been going Mm -hmm. through I've been transparent about what I'm going through and that's been like a wonderful thing and that's how you grow and like and I can learn from you and you can learn (laughs) like we just yeah it's amazing and I said there are like five for less than five friends that I could count on my hand that like I genuinely call like some of my dearest I hate the word best because that's so stupid so I like saying like (laughs) one of my dearest girlfriends and I right now on top of my head I can count three not including my mom (laughs) um and you are you two are on my list and it's so special to have you both in the room with me because even though I've known you for so long and I've known you for a short amount of time, it still feels, feels the like same. there's people that yeah. you meet like like Lizzie that and, like, you're just so easy to connect with. Too. That's how like, you guys are too, though. Oh my Thank gosh. you, you Jesus. Our husbands like each other. Yeah. They have the same name. <laughs> they have the same name. I always thought I have to be like my Zach. My Zach. <laughs> I'm like, not you. My Zach. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> like, you. And we have a group text and we text about the mailbox. The mailbox. We text yeah. about yeah. any neighborhood drama Stay you got tuned. us. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a pic of our mailbox yeah. when it's up. We'll see if it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, we really it's should. Katie that didn't pay. Yo, oh, wouldn't that be plot not twist? Imagine. Plot twist. You imagine. That's the fifth time I said that. Plot <laughs> twist. Um, but no, I think... I mean, friendship, it gets you through life. And there are not many people that I would go way out of my way for. And I could say the two people in this room that I'm by, I would do anything for. And I mean that. Yeah, we love you. Oh, my gosh, guys. heart of gold. We're going to be here like, I don't know. You brought me both to tears. No, but. Do you feel like there's something that we haven't talked about that you feel like is important to share? I'm trying to think. We really took you all over the place. Oh my gosh, too, no, so. I love it. I love it. No, I think, you know, everybody's like, check in on your friends, check in on your friends. But I think one thing that is hard to do is to know what to say to those friends when you're checking. Because, like, how are you doing? It's such a loaded question mm-hmm. where I think people are like, <laughs> eat good fine. is fine, or good <laughs> yeah. is so much easier than really so getting into amazing. how they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, um, One thing you said, Katie, actually, (laughs) I remember after my dad died is you literally said, how can I best support you? And those were your words. And I've literally copied and pasted that in my mind and said that to all of my friends or family who have been going through things because I thought that was the most amazing thing that anyone's ever said to me. Like, how can I best support you? Because usually people are literally just like, how are you doing? Which is amazing. I'm so glad they say that too. But it's, it's. It's just hard to answer that because you don't want to feel like a burden. But like when somebody directly asks you those questions, like how can I best support you? It's like, wow, you can think of I can think of how really I would feel supported. Uh And I think that goes just for anyone going through anything or just 
checking in on a friend, yeah, like, right. to be honest. So um, I think, yeah, I've, I've been really bad about that with, like, my friends. And that's something I'm trying to work on because... I, I don't know. I get. I feel like I have uh, four billion unread text messages. I, I have like fifteen thousand unread. <laughs> like you wouldn't she believe this. You wouldn't she, believe this. I am so bad. She is a trip. I am so bad. She. I say she's so like the busiest, it. not busiest person I've ever known. In my That's because I swear I've undiagnosed ADHD. I swear. <laughs> I cannot focus on one thing for a squirrel. But you've done a really good job today. Yeah. You guys kept yeah. me on track. I was like, you did good. Kept me on, oh, like, kept me on track. Like blueberries. We are like blueberries. But I kind of like it because we went off on different yeah. tangents. But that's the thing. is like this is, we have always said we never want this to be, even though she brought an outline the first podcast. I think she was a little nervous. You. Wait. You brought the outline. Oh, the outline. I thought you said an outline. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. I brought it, but I haven't brought one with it. No. And that's, and I think, though, that that's just, like, part, one of my favorite things about this is it's literally conversations between us two and conversations yeah. between other people, and it's like, this is life. Yeah. This is people doing life together. This is community. <laughs> yes. I love it. So you've got to find one. <laughs> and honestly, I would invite you to mine, but it's a lot, so... <laughs> Go find another community. <laughs> I told you I have f- uh, five fingers <laughs> and uh, all. all it's gonna be it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Lizzie! Thank you so much for coming on, taking the time. Seriously, yeah, so this was I so fun. I learned so much more. I was like, I cannot wait to hear like what all you have to share because I hear about you through Katie, and I'm just like, it does warm my heart too that Katie has somebody right in the neighborhood, right in the hood. That oh. she could just say, hey, hey. So, <laughs> <laughs> I want to go for a walk. Or I love that like you guys have your Friday play dates. Yeah, it's been life-saving. Because I have like a neighbor that I get to do that with. And I know how special it is for me. Awesome. So I love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for sharing. Oh my gosh, thanks for having me on. I hope, I hope that I made sense and that no. people can oh, gain something from this because you just never know. Yeah. You just really never know. You so. don't. We love you. We love you. I love you too. We love you. <laughs> we love you too. It's just me. We're gonna run out And on that note, we love you listeners and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.